This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com I had a Talmud, a chassan, I taught him. He got married and things were very rocky from the get-go. So he gets married and I was involved with him and then he moved somewhere, different city, far away from where I live. And when he moved there, I told him, you know, you have to find a Rav, somebody who's close with you, who are you who, who's local, who you're able to be, you know, have a hashba from him, he should get to know you, you should get to know him. And he said, all right, great, and he set this up. Comes three years later, he comes to visit for Yantif, stops in, hugging him, kissing him, how you doing, Shalom Aleichem, it's great to see you. And he asks me a question. And this question was a Sean Bayes question, which was linked to a whole history, a whole trail of information. And I said to him, listen, I love you, you know, I text you every once in a while, how's it going? You say, great, Baruch Hashem. But ultimately, I don't know every single part of what's going on. This Shiloh, this question that you're asking me, is a great question. This should go back to your Rav in your hometown. So he says, okay, I, like I hear it, but could you, could you expand on this idea? So I said, absolutely. See, whenever I teach my chassanim, I always tell them one of the most crucial elements in successful couples, what they have in their life, is that they have a Rav who they are close with. And you need to find a Rav who you're close with. And the way that I explain it is with three steps. There's a Mishnah in Avis. Everybody knows the very famous Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Asay Lecha Rav. Asay Lecha Rav, Mishnah actually says it more than one time. Asay Lecha Rav, you should make for yourself a Rav. Now this Mishnah is broken down into three steps. Asay Lecha Rav. Let's go through each one of them. Asay means Rambam, very famous Rambam. I say you should make somebody a Rav even if you don't feel that you need one. Even if the person is not bigger than you. You're the Gadol Adar, you're the biggest tzaddik, you're the greatest guy in, in, in BMG and in every other yeshiva, any yeshiva you ever went to, you are the biggest mitzuyim. I say Rav. You have to make yourself somebody who's a Rav. I say, make him into the Rav. He's on the same level as you? No. Put him on top of you, make him into your Rebbe. It's so important that every single person has a Rebbe. Put in the effort. Asay means to put in some effort. You should do it. Put in the effort. Find a person who is going to be your Rav. It's not a natural thing to be machnia yourself, to lower yourself to somebody else's opinion. Asay lecha Rav. Put yourself in that position where you're able to be makabal, somebody else telling you something which you don't necessarily want to hear. Asay lecha Rav. Go push yourself. Realize that Rabbanim are extremely busy. Rabbanim don't have time. They're not sitting there waiting by the phone. Oh, yeah, yippee-doo, another person called me today. A Rav is extremely, extremely busy. Aseh Rav means call him up and say to him, Hey, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? I want to get to know you. I want you to save my name and number in your phone. And I want to have a shaykhus with you. That is Aseh Lecha Rav. Aseh means push yourself. Push yourself to have a shaykhus with a Rav. And if you don't have a Rav, Chances are you're the biggest risk of actually somebody needing a Rav. I always say, who's the people who show up to the Tznias gatherings, right? They hang up a sign. We're having a Tznias gathering and a bonfire. We're going to all burn our not Tznias stick of clothes. Who shows up? The Rebbitzin, you know, I'm here to throw out. When I was in third grade, I wore stockings. I'm not sure if they were 100%, you know, black. Throw them in the fire. Those are the people who show up to these Tznias rallies. And the lady who shows up to the Lashon Hara thing is always the lady who has a huge sticker on her phone. Do not speak Lashon Hara in her sukkah. This sukkah is clean from Lashon Hara. And Pesach, it says, this house is Lashon Hara free and Chametz free. Everything is Lashon Hara. 
So she shows up to the Lashon Hara classes or the Lashon Hara seminars or workshops. But who's the person who needs to work on those things? It's usually people who are not necessarily showing up. And it's the same thing when it comes to a Rav. Is that the people who flock around Rabbanim and they're there and they go, oh, what did the Rav say today? Oh, the Rav... Those people generally are not necessarily the people who need the Rav. It's the person who doesn't have the Rav, who needs to push himself. And it's pushing you to... It's, the Mishnah is telling you, I say, push yourself. Push yourself to have a Shaykhis with a Rav. Licha, the Rav should be your Rav. So there's this interesting phenomenon that very often happens. And, and I want to back up and sort of explain this in, in, in a wide way. There's a Gemara that says, the Gemara Sukkah says, that Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai, who was the leader of Klal Yisrael at the time of the second Chorban, the Gemara in Sukkah says that Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai was the smallest of his whole Chabura. There's a Chabura of Tamidim. He was of the smallest, if not the smallest, of all of his Tamidim. Of, of all of his Chabura. Rabbi Yechonim Zakai became the leader. So Rav Gifter, in the biography of Rav Gifter, Rav Gifter asks this question. He says, I don't understand. Rav Yechonim Zakai in the Mesoira of Hillel and Shammai and Shmaya and Avtalian and everybody, then the torch was passed to Rav Yechonim Zakai. So why is the Gemara telling us that Rav Yechonim Zakai was not the greatest in his generation? Imagine they said, Ramesha Feinstein, he was good, but his friends were even bigger than him. You're like, why, why would you say that about somebody? Ramesha Feinstein was the Gadol Adar. He was the greatest. Revelyashev was the greatest. Chacham Avad Yosef was the greatest. Why are you telling me about the, the leader of the generation? He was good, but his friends were even bigger than him. Why would you say that? Why would the Gemara tell us this? And Rav Gifter says such a powerful, powerful idea. He says... The leader of the generation has to have this quality of being licha. He has to be yours. There has to be a shaykhis between you and him. You have to be able to relate to him. When he says something, it has to resonate with you. So Rav Gifter says that what Chazal are telling us in this Gemara was that at this juncture in time, when they sat down and they said, who should be the next leader of Kal Yisrael? They looked through the Talmudim and they said, he's great, he's great, he's great, he's great. Who could relate to Kal Yisrael? Who's going to be the one who's able to lead them in the days of the Chorban? And they said, you know who that is? That is Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakkai. Rabbi Yechonim ben Zakkai was the one who was able to relate the best to Kal Yisrael and therefore he was the one who became the Manig Hadar. Not because necessarily he was the greatest and that's what the Gemara is telling us but because he was l'cha. He was the one who people could say, he's my rabbi. I ask him my questions. I follow his word. That is one of the most critical elements in establishing and having a rav. And it's not something to be made light of. Even if there's another rav who's much bigger, a bigger paisik, a bigger lamdan, nevertheless you have to find somebody who works for you. Rav Shach was known that Rav Shach loved when people would tell him, I once saw the Chavetz Chaim, I once saw this Gadol and that Gadol. He, there was a famous story of Rav Shach, he met somebody and he said to him, are you the person who once hosted the Briska Rav in his house? And he said, yeah, and Rav Shach stood up, he was so excited. Rav Shach used to like when people had interactions with Gadolim. So there's a story of a man who knew this and he comes to Rav Shach and he says to Rav Shach, when I was a child, I once met Rav Chaim Ezer. 
And Reb Shach started talking to the man. He said, oh, you met Reb Chaim Eizer? He started talking to him and talking to him. And then the man left. And Reb Shach, when he left, turned to the people around him and he said to him, that man never met Reb Chaim Eizer. They said, no, what do you mean? He said over all these stories how he saw... He said, he saw an old man. He saw a man who looked like Reb Chaim Eizer. But he didn't know Reb Chaim Eizer. He didn't meet Reb Chaim Eizer. He didn't get to know the true Reb Chaim Eizer. You have to get to know your Rav. You have to sit in his house. You have to see how he interacts with his children. You have to hear how he answers a phone call. You have to see how he eats. You have to get to know your Rav as much as your Rav has to get to know you. I say lecha Rav, make for yourself a Rav. There's a relationship, a two-way relationship. You know him and he knows you. And then there's the concept of the Rav himself. So the Rav himself, I believe there's many different reasons why somebody needs a Rav. You need a third party when there's arguments in the house. You need somebody to give you guidance. You need somebody who you could learn from and how you can emulate and live a certain lifestyle. You need somebody you could ask your shaylas to. You need to ask your das terror to this person. You need a shoulder to cry on. And you need to find somebody who's able to give you a derech in learning. These are all extremely important concepts in establishing a Rav. My grandfather... He used to say that a Rav, a true Rav, is a Rav who knows all Shailas of Chuvas Ksam Seifer and Rav Eger. If you know all Chuvas Ksam Seifer and Rav Eger, you're fit to become a Rav. Now, that's, that's not, that was in that generation. In that generation, he was a Talmud of Rabbi Bar. That was what worked in that generation. But ultimately, the way that, the way, the way that I convey it at least, is that there's a three-part process. Is that a Rav has to be reachable, a Rav has to be relatable, and a Rav has to be reliable. A Rav has to be reachable because that's the assay that is going out of your way to have that kesher, that connection with that Rav. A, Rav. a Rav has to be relatable that you could ask him the shilas which are important to you. Your lifestyle should resonate with the Rav. And that should be l'cha. Assay l'cha. L'cha. The Rav it should be something that works for you. And the Rav should be your Rav. He should be somebody who's a Rav. He's reliable. You're able to talk to him and ask him the questions and know that you're getting a very quality answer. Now, a woman once called me up from a certain community and she asked me a very difficult shayla. And I said to her, you know, this shayla is a very difficult shayla. I don't know the answer. I'm going to make a call to a very big gadol for you and let's see what he says. I call the gadol. The gadol listens to the whole shayla. And he says to me, are you this woman's rav? I said, no, I never spoke to her in my life. She called me up out of the blue. She asked me the shayla. I didn't know the answer. I figured I'll call, you know, I'll call the gadol and see what he has to say. The said, this is not a shayla for you. I said, okay, but could you just explain to me? He said, because this shayla is dependent on lifestyle. You don't understand this lifestyle. He says, I don't understand this lifestyle. She needs to find a Rav who understands the lifestyle that she's living. Because that Rav will know exactly where she's coming from. And that's the person who should answer her shaylas. It is so important for every couple to sit down and find a Rav that works for the husband and it works for the wife. And they should go out of their way to push, to have that Kesher. Understanding that Rabbanim are extremely busy. But this is an integral element to have in your life. And when you do that and you find somebody that resonates with you, who's reachable, relatable, reliable, you're going to find that you're going to, you're going to get the proper guidance in your life. And you're going to be able to live your life to the fullest. So when you have a question, you could bring it to the third party. When you need to know what to do, you have a person who's able to give you the correct guidance and be a mirad darach for you and for your family. And when you do that, 
you're going to find that you're going to see extreme success in your marriage. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.